His code name is Eraser. You're in an extremely high-risk situation, Miss Colin. That should have been explained to you. Welcome everyone to Back in My Day. My name is David Petrangelo and this week the not-so-stereotypical millennials are going to go back 25 years and we're going to head to the movie theaters, which is something we haven't done in the last, let's say, year and a half or so. But 1996 is a heck of a year for movies. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, joining me today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Michael R. Power. Ian Walter. Gentlemen, um, we did our 1995 New Year episode um, about, oh my God, I can't believe it was already five, six months ago that we did that. Um, I thought that was a lot of fun and, and I think you guys really enjoyed it too. So I figured, you know what? There hasn't really been, we haven't done our summer movie wager in the last, uh, last year we couldn't do it because there really was no summer movie wager availability. There was no movies in the theaters. This year is a little bit in between. Uh, you know, there might be some that are coming out and some opportunities to see movies depending on where you live. But 1996, like I mentioned, is a heck of a year for movies. It's an even 25 years ago. Um, there's a lot of movies in here that I think we would put on some of our favorite 90s lists. And I figured, you know what? Let's pretend that we're sitting in mid-June of 1996 and we want to predict which movies between the May long weekend and the September long weekend are going to rule the box office. So we're going off of the, uh, I guess the, the box office wager of, of who's making the most money, which movie is going to be from one to 10 and, uh, and rule the box office. And then we're going to have three dark horse choices as well. Um, Mike, I'm not the best at explaining how the, how the sort of point system works. Do you remember exactly how we did it? Cause yeah. So you get a champ. <laughs> are you the yeah you get champ? like uh mike is the reigning like, champ yeah he is yeah in the reigning champ you get like uh, i think like 10 points if you nail it exactly so if you pick the movie uh in the 10th spot and it came 10 um you get 10 points and you get bonus points for the fir- for the first and 10 so you get like right. 12 points or something i don't know if it'll have for me but something like that yeah and then you get points uh if you're two spots away or three spots away so if you picked it right. to come 10th but it came eight you get like seven or six points instead of 10 and that's how it kind of works so the closer you are the more points you get but what really matters is having so it matters having all your movies in the top 10 so you get you get some points because you get at least one point um but it matters actually more placing them perfectly you get the most points yeah Yeah. the exact number if you if you pick number three and it came three you'll get the most points out of that particular movie and everything and then i think the dark horses, regardless of where they are in the list, they're worth one point as long they're as they're in, your, yeah. in the top 10 of the actual grossing of that year. So, um, and it's not really about the amount, it's about the ranking of the movies, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Ian Walter, let's start with <laughs> number 10. What is your number 10 choice for the 1996 right. summer movie wager? <laughs> this one was tough. And I'll just say that because even when we did our ranking of 99 films, I remember going, okay, a lot of the films that we liked the most on this list didn't necessarily do so high in the box office. Like right. I think fight clubs, an example, right? Like yep. we love that movie, but it didn't necessarily crush. Yeah. And so it's hard when you're looking back at all these movies you love and like, Oh, did they do that? Well, like, I don't know. 
But my 10th one is The Phantom. Evil is a fact. We shall succeed where they have failed. Drax is on a quest for a supernatural power. They know far too much. And courage. Stop them. You're the only one who can. Is a phantom. Because I remember seeing it in theaters, so it got some dollars from me. Or <laughs> it my got parents. at least eight dollars from you, <laughs> <laughs> or probably eight, my nine, parents. Eight ninety-six dollars. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it was kind of like one of those superhero films that probably could have drawn drew crowds in the summertime. Um, let's see. Yeah, so the Phantom. All right. Did you guys yeah. see that one? Uh, I I did not see it in the theater. I think I saw it years I've after it, it came yeah. out. Uh, I have seen it, and uh, I do not think it's very good. But that doesn't mean that it didn't make money. So yeah, <laughs> we know a I'll lot of shitty movies make money. I'll, so <laughs> uh, I'll say this: li- these lists are not our ten favorite. They're the ten no. that we think made the most money that summer. In order, yeah, I think there's a lot of really good movies in '96, and a lot of them did not come out in this time frame of late May to early September. Like I think there's yeah, a lot and we of really also made a you know a gentleman's agreement to do no googling. No, so maybe you might <laughs> right. have a memory of this movie did good, this movie did bad, wow. this movie was a flop, but we didn't look into it before. So my number yeah. ten is um, Dragon Hearts. Mm. I remember I actually liked this movie back when I was a kid. I actually I think I kind of remember it sort of flopped. I think, and it was sort of like a box office. So but I'm thinking ten might be. Might be the where it's sad because I think safe. it was still pretty popular. Everyone kind of knows it. It's kind of like, kind of like a joke. I think to some people and we that saw that in that time. We saw um, that one in the drive-in as well. So yeah, got our money. Oh no way, got yeah. our money. Yes. So um, I'm thinking number ten might be a good good spot for that. All right, that's on my list. That is not my number ten, and I definitely <laughs> saw that in the movie theater too. I remember one friend of mine was super jazzed about seeing this movie. I I want to say we saw it on his birthday because I know that he has a spring summer birthday. So it's possible. That's on my list. But my number 10 is um, one of the only family movies on this list uh, at all. And it's the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm. I don't remember this doing very well. And I think I have a recollection of this not being one of the highest Disney movies, but because it's a kid's movie and it seems to be one of the standouts in, in this time frame. I was confident enough that this should be on the list. Whether it's at number 10 or not, we'll see. But that's that's the uh, the animated Hunchback of Notre Dame movie is, yeah. is my number 10. I was wondering if Disney was going to make an appearance. That is one of the ones that like fades from my mind of how successful it actually is. Yeah, was. I don't remember. I, I don't think it was a runaway. Um, so it might not even be on the top 10. But, you know, it's worth a guess. So I'll, I'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so, number nine. Number nine. Yeah. So... Again, I don't know anything. I'm flying blind here, but my my top five, I'm at least confident that are are probably in the list. I hope. Mm-hmm. Whereas the the bottom five is just like a crapshoot. So my number yeah, nine same. is also, <laughs> also one that we saw, like I mentioned in the drive-in theater. That's Dragonheart. You got uh, oh, nice. Sean Connery, Sean Connery voice in the dragon, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. Maybe uh, others felt the same way. Yeah. I liked it as a nine-year-old or whatever. So I don't yeah. know how I'd like it now. But so because uh, you guys right. both have it on your list, I'm just gonna say it's my number seven. Mm. Okay. So okay. it's not well, my super number nine, high, but somewhere there. My number nine is Hunchback of Notre Dame. So okay. um I figured there's just doing these over the past few years for the you know the current years, there's usually a kid's movie that falls like in there, uh, in the in top ten. So I figured being Disney, um, but I don't remember it doing exceptionally well so that's why i kind of placed it at nine yeah yeah it's one of those ones where 
you know, if you're at the age, you might have gone for a birthday party or something like I that. I definitely the saw in theaters. theaters so. That's the thing. So. I, Which one? I think I did. Hunchback. Hunchback. Oh. I think yeah. I did too, but I actually don't. It, it didn't make my top 10. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, that's all right. You know Surprising. I actually, I squeezed it is it in Disney, there. so it might be on there. But yeah. It might be. Yeah. I really, I, we, we have no idea. We, have, we don't know no. what we're doing, guys. Yeah, we don't. Um, okay. So my number nine is actually, it could be actually the only movie on here that I surprisingly, I don't know, to me, surprisingly, I think a lot of people like this movie, but I just do not like this movie straight out especially because of who is the lead star in this movie is cable guy. That's my number nine. I do not like this movie. I have tried star. I mean the movie, but the lead star you don't like. No, I don't like the movie. I like, yeah, I love Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is amazing, especially in the nineties. Yeah. I just cannot get my head around enjoying this movie, but I do remember it being popular but it could also be popular because I just know people watched it. I don't know if it actually did well in the box office. So that's the thing. I, <laughs> I In my mind, it's a flop. But yeah, it's Jim Carrey. So it probably made money. But I'm like, nah, it didn't make my list. I don't yeah, know I want to say it didn't make my list either because I, I remember it being a historical flop. I remember it being like Jim Carrey at the height of his career and everyone being surprised that it flopped. So Yeah, fair enough. Fair uh, enough. I is, mean, it, I, is it on me? Or uh, no, yeah. so... I right. think that that means I'm on my eight. So mm-hmm. I went with a sports film, Ooh. Tin Cup, hey. you know, uh, Kevin nice. Costner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's got that. You would think that it would draw a crowd out to the theater. It's not not necessarily the children crowd, but it could be like you know Friday night. What are we going to go see? Okay, let's see Kevin Costner's sports film. So it's a fun it's movie. A good pick. Yeah. Good sure. pick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, but my eight, I picked Eraser. Your new name is Deborah Elliott. You know the signal. 911, I get out of the apartment. I broke alone. If anyone comes to you and claims that I've sent them, use this. So it's sort of a lesser known Arnold movie. So I figured it wouldn't have done, you know, a top five or top three, but maybe he's in he's in his 90s mode. So he's still a draw, hopefully. Hopefully it made the list at least somewhere. And I just slotted it in at eight. Yeah, I, I remember Eraser being... A, a, you know a weird movie but still it's arnold this action you know that that sells tickets and i think we were too young to go see it in the theater and for sure but um it's also my number eight for sure oh. for pretty much the same reason i think it's just outside the arnold height you know like it's just there but again it's arnold so he's probably going to sell tickets it was kind of my guess and i do remember enjoying this movie i haven't seen it in forever so i have no idea if it's even any good um so Same. erasers yeah so erasers my number eight and number seven is my dragon is dragon heart because okay. i mentioned that earlier you've been erased you've been erased <laughs> it's basically about a giant like, super powerful guns set of guns this guy's right? running around working for the tva apparently so <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> um so if i'm gonna go on my seven i'm gonna stick with sports i'm gonna go with two household names wesley snipes robert de niro the fan I like that movie. I have it on DVD. I'm hoping that it was just as popular in 96 as it was when I got around to watching it. So. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like names sold a lot more maybe in the 90s or there was more of those that name recognition as opposed to what there is. That's now, but... that's one that I pondered for yeah, a long same. time, but it didn't make my list or my Dark Horses. So same, that would be points same. for you, Ian, if it makes it. So yeah, my number points seven, if that's on the list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My number seven is uh, A Time to Kill, which is okay. a um, 
Oh, I remember the movie. I think it's Matthew McConaughey and Samuel yep. Jackson or something. Yep. And uh, it's a it's John a, Grisham. I it's think. a Grisham and book. Yeah. I actually like it's it's a big blind spot for me because I've never seen it. But I remember one time seeing another John Grisham movie and like think and then reading the Wikipedia page and seeing that this was kind of like his biggest movie. I don't know. That's in my mind. So I figure, okay, <laughs> this has to be here somewhere. So, anyways, that's my logic. So- that, that's that's an interesting interesting choice. I love it. Yeah. I think it's technically connected to Along Came a Spider, right? They had but like both Along the same Came a Spider, I think same was just before or just after. But like it's the same, it's also based never on seen either of them. the same character, I think. So no. I think it's technically a franchise. So yeah, you might I've have seen, a winner there. I've seen both, but I have I I couldn't tell you. It's in my mind some reason that it's the most uh famous or biggest john grisham movie may not be but or his first big hit or something so yeah it's definitely one of his bigger ones for sure yeah Yeah. so my number seven is we'll skip over because it's Dragonheart. um and uh and i will back to you yeah and you can go over your six i'll I'll say my six quickly because mike just said it it's a time to kill that's my six okay um so okay so ian what's your i'm uh i'm gonna pivot from sports into comedy and uh get a little mr mom action with multiplicity nice so michael keaton's back at it again and he's uh warming households hearts that's yeah yeah (laughs) this this this, uh ian's list is so different than ours and my dave seems to be kind of so it's gonna be interesting. My six Multi- is multiplicity is uh, on my list, but it's not in that spot. Okay, okay. Yeah. My number six is uh, striptease. Yeah, nice. striptease. The yeah. I mean more. That, that I just remember that being a big, big movie. Um, and I don't know. I just for some reason put it in there. It probably now I'm thinking about it now. It, it seems like more of a cult classic, and maybe not didn't even make the list. But eh, that's where I have it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see where it falls. And that was that was your six, right? Yeah. Okay, so why don't you guys do your five because I've done my six already with right. with uh, a time. So now we're into my top five. I'm gonna yeah. be very sad if any of these do not land in the top ten. I feel the same about mine. <laughs> but okay, let's see. This one, another comedy crusher, the Nutty Professor, nice. Eddie Murphy. Come on, yeah, playing himself like 10 times over so, uh, i was gonna say like 19 times <laughs> <laughs> can i make a prediction right now that we all have four of the same top five four I, or five I, of us are all the same. yeah i was i was gonna um, say at least three are the same yeah oh, yeah i'm saying four my, my my fifth is tin cup i don't nice. i don't know i just uh, think that's a big movie i don't know yeah. i think it's pretty it might be bigger than it is but yeah i uh i think that would have done well in the summer we'll see yeah, I, I don't remember anything about Tin Cup. It's it's nowhere on my list. I'll, I'll say that. It's not even in my dark horse because, you know, just, I mean, my memory's failing me. That doesn't mean that's a really good thing to go off of or anything like that. But um, but my number five is Striptease. And a most unusual bouncer. You follow politics, Mr. Shack? Do I look like I follow politics? I'm Malcolm Moldowski, Congressman Dobek's right hand. You must be a very busy man. Strip tease. Because I do remember this being mm. big. I do remember this being, uh, whether it's good or not, is a whole other thing. You know, we can, that's, that's, and not that The Nutty Professor is, is a brilliant movie or anything, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it, I remember it being something that was always sort of in the zeitgeist, sort of speak around that time. Um, but maybe it's only because of, I'm sure the first thing you think of when you think of this movie is the VHS cover of this and what it looks like. And her basically 
you know, it says striptease on the top and it's a naked woman just sort of standing, sort of sitting there with her knees in front of her. Like I know exactly what this movie looks like in the video store. Maybe that's why it's in my mind. <laughs> and because I'm a boy, you know what I mean? Like that's, that might be why. Because you were a 10 year old boy. Because I was a 10 year old kid. And this is what, what I, you know, what I remember. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe. But I, but I remember it sort of being talked about a lot. So it's my That'll number be five, um, be but it could be nowhere close. I really don't know. Yeah. Okay. I've never actually and, seen it. So. And I don't think I've ever seen it either. I was just going to say yeah. that. I don't think I've ever seen it. <laughs> I might end up kicking myself. This might be criminally low, depending. Like, there's only four slots left. But yeah. my number four is a, a franchise that's still going to this day Mission Impossible. Nice. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Number four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The kickoff. I think we all got that one. I got I got The Rock as number four. The as Rock. Number four? I, okay. I'm not feeling so good about it now. At the time, I was thinking like, uh, it's such a big movie. I don't know. I feel like it's higher. But anyway, it's four because maybe it's Michael Bay's first breakout or something. Um, maybe maybe it did better over time. A lot um, of big names so, and stuff yeah, too, right? Like I, I went four. Yeah. These other three just felt more blockbuster to me. So anyways. Well, yeah. The thing is about The Rock, that The Rock is my number three. So I'll spoil that now. Okay. And the thing is about The Rock is that I, I I remember, you know, friends, siblings and stuff that were like three, four or five years older or whatever, that like they went to the theater to th- see this. And this was the action movie that they really were dying to see and they couldn't stop talking about um, at this time. And, you know, at the time they were in their mid teens and this was like perfect as a bombastic Michael Bay with all these stars in it and stuff. Uh, I was like, you know what? that alone sort of gives me confidence in thinking, you know what, this is probably a top three. So that's my number three. Hi. I'm an agent with the uh, FBI. I'm Stanley Goodspeed. But of course you are. At least he got his name right. Now, all that stands between a city and a disaster. The power of this chemical is way beyond anything you can imagine. That's where you're coming with us. Is a man who's never seen combat. You're a chemical freak. <laughs> I'm a chemical super freak, actually. And another who's been out of action for 30 years. I'll, I'll say that first because you mentioned it. And then my number four is The Nutty Professor. Nice. Um, so I think I think that is is almost a guarantee to be in the in the top five. Hey, our oh. lists are so, so silly. My number three is Nutty Professor. So you flip Oh, those. is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. And I was going to say my number three is The Rock. <laughs> okay. Honestly, The Rock is... It's one of my favorites from 1996, but it also yeah. was a summer smash. And it's Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. I mean, the movie is incredible. I, I'm I think starting to think it could have been number one. I don't know, man. I, I'm starting to think it could be number one. I would not we'll be see. surprised. I honestly yeah, would not be, would surprised be surprised if it is. Well, you guys might be surprised with my number two. Are we on number two now? Yeah. Did you do three, yes, Mike? we are. Oh, yeah, you did three. Nutty professor. professor. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Let's go to two. Let's, so let's fire where, right through. <laughs> where Mission Impossible might have been criminally low, depending on where it falls. I, I, didn't, yeah. I thought that maybe Mission Impossible made its money in the, in the sequel. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. yeah, Eraser is my number two. It's Arnie. Oh, shit. I think he smashed oh, it. I, I think he wow. hit the smash button. And okay. everyone came out because the last movie he did was True Lies with James Cameron. He was, still so an, good. he was still an action icon in the mid-90s. Yeah. So. And, 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 True Lies was probably what two years before, so it's still pretty fresh in everyone's or the year before or something. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, and True Lies is like you know everyone knows that movie. Yeah, um, so yeah, no, that's fair. That's a fair uh, 
estimate. It's good. Okay, and I that, had two. That as, might make uh, me the one who's erased. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> erased from this competition. Yeah. Uh, you might be eliminated completely from this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I might uh, have done the impossible here and put Mission Impossible as number two uh, and completely nailed it, but maybe not. But uh, I just sticks out in my mind as a huge franchise, huge movie, touchstone yeah. movie. I just that's why to me sticks out too. No idea how it did the box office at all. I just figure it's the most well-known movie franchise on this list, so it must have done well. I don't know. That's my only logic. I'm starting to think we all nailed the number one, though. Yeah, I, I think we all have the same number one. And Mike, our lists are like mirrors of each other, man. Mine's Mission Impossible number two Just as two? well. So, okay. Yeah. I, I think... I think now when you look back at it, it's sort of like cheeky that you can kind of look at the technology and say like, oh, it's so dated or whatever. But man, I remember returning to this movie so many times too. And if that's just a, a prime example of people our age, or at least around our age that may have seen this movie or people that are older than us and know Mission Impossible from the 60s and 70s and stuff like that, that's, you know, it's an easy way to get someone like Tom Cruise, an easy way to get butts in seats. And, and it was, I think it was a huge movie. You know, I, I really do remember it being a really big movie. And I do think that the money really came in in two, three, four and all that for sure. But in 1996, yeah. you didn't have to make as much as you did in 99 and 2002, you know, so um, to be in that top list. So I, I that's my number two. And then, um, Ian, let's just spoil what probably everyone's number one is, which I think... Must I... go faster, must go faster. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have Independence Day as our number one. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, this yeah. was a... Imagine we're storm. wrong. Imagine, yeah. we're wrong. <laughs> Imagine everyone had something different. <laughs> yeah. It was a summer slam. It was a holiday weekend in the States, like 4th of July. It was everything. Like, it was Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. Like, it was just, like, this movie. Yeah. And... I will say, great I think we've been, I think we've been a little uh, hard on Independence Day in the past when we brought it up. So I think we need to bring it back around and acknowledge it for what it was—a dope ass movie. Yes, <laughs> agreed. Great movie. Have I been hard on it? I apologize if I have been. But uh, honestly, I probably have because really, when you look at it, it's I. I think that it's not a fantastic movie, but that doesn't mean that it's not, like you said, Ian, the perfect holiday weekend movie summer blockbuster ridiculousness i mean to me like what's the difference between independence day and some of the fast and furious movies like what's the difference you know just the year that they came out right yeah it's ridiculous yeah it's out there and it doesn't always make sense but so what are you having fun yeah. in the theater are you watching it with your friends even on dvd or vhs the following summer because it's that good yes you are so what's what's the difference yeah. you know i'll take Plus independence day over any of those fast and furious movies so will i so will i but still similar you know similar stuff right plus a lot of these 90s blockbusters have like a gimmick like the rock is alcatraz and we're going back to alcatraz yeah. but uh independence day everyone knows that sort of cover or from the trailer yeah. like the white house just getting blown up blown to bits and it's just like whoa what's going to happen uh, you know <laughs> humanity's under attack kind of thing, yeah so. here here yeah. i am talking about the striptease fucking ah. vhs and like really ah. the, end, the independence day one yeah you could, i had you that one put... where if you turned the cover it was a holographic thing that would blow up the white house yeah yeah I had I, we all had that one yeah right that was <laughs> but they probably had yeah, that on vhs and dvd and linked yeah. to striptease his his wife in the movie was a stripper so well, that really? I don't remember that. <laughs> Pretty sure, yeah. 
Wait, who's what? Will Smith's wife? Will Smith's wife was a stripper in the movie, no? In Independence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of alternate reality you're living in. No, I don't remember. No? I have to go Mike's back. Living, Mike's Someone, living in a different multiverse. Someone's backtracking <laughs> on that. Someone's backtracking on that. Uh, but you just reminded me, Dave, that we still have Dark Horses. So I we might be able to climb horses. my way back into this. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So let's uh, let's start with the Dark Horses, Ian. Let's, we have three choices. And like we mentioned earlier, each one of these, as long as they're anywhere, whether the number one to 10, doesn't matter. Any one of them awards us at least one, like one point each. So and it is domestic of, box office, right? It's domestic yeah. box office. So it's North yeah. America, it's Canada, US. So, um, all right. Wow. Oh, that came into play for you. Oh, I just, I was just like, yep, yeah, this one. <laughs> yeah, no, that I, I, cause there's one that I wanted to mention cause I love the movie, but I don't think it made enough in the States. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so at least on its initial run, or I guess you know, we'll just go all go through all three. I guess we might as well. Yeah. Ian, what are yours? All right. So, I've got here. I don't know. This movie sounds like it was a flop, but I think it was for its time. People were talking about it. It May not be very good. Chain reaction. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, I, I don't see it being in the top 10. I kind of regret saying it just now. But uh, I almost, one's had that in. almost had that the other in. Oh, strip tease. Tease. Yeah. And I was torn between Jack and First Kid, but I'm going First Kid. Yeah, Jack. Oh, was... and I'll say First Kid because I also saw Kazam on that list. Notice how it wasn't Shazam starring Sinbad. I was, it was about... Kazam starring Shaq. And this is First Kid starring Sinbad. And it came out the same summer. Oh, that's the confusion, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I, I, I legitimately thought the other way around. I thought that that Kazam was the Sinbad one when I was looking at the list. Like, I, I completely got them mixed up. I was going to put it on until I realized, oh, this is the Shaq one, which I, I'm pretty I'm sure did not do well. Yeah, I'm hoping with First Kid that I can capture that, like, you know, the kids crowd that it's just like okay, the, rich, the Richie Rich crowd. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, similar idea. Mike, what are your three? Okay, well, I did fact check myself, and I was right. Vivek A. Fox, Will Smith's wife, was a stripper in the movie Ooh. Independence Day. The fact that I remembered that and you guys didn't mean I was the horniest ten-year-old of the three of us. <laughs> so. Nice. <laughs> Mike's got the stripper knowledge. Boom. Yes. I can't believe you guys didn't remember that. Come on. That was I don't a remember that great, at all. strong female why. character who is owns the fact that she's a stripper. It was great. Fair enough, Tell, Tells man. the first lady. And you guys I'm named the president? Remember that? Yeah. Oh, can you name the Bill president? Paxton. No. It's not Bill Paxton. It's uh, Bill, Bill Pullman. Pullman. Sorry. Oh, and Pullman, and uh, the first lady that you're mentioning is from Battlestar Galactica. So, boom. Mm, boom. That okay. My three dark horses yeah. are the cable guy, because I remember that being a flop. The Phantom, because I remember that not being also being a flop superhero movie and probably also a flop. And then the third one, way out of left field, because it was a massive movie in my house, Harriet the Spy. Oh, I remember that. I I maybe it snuck in there, but yeah, it's a kids movie, maybe kids angle. Uh, I can steal a point from you guys there. Sneaky little point. No strippers in that movie, but uh, (laughs) still might make it. You didn't hit your niche, Mike. You didn't hit your niche. I don't they're they're going to have a sequel, Harriet the Stripper, coming out in 2022. 15 years later. Um, so I guess, I guess out of my oh, three it would be dark 25, horses, 26 years later. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Um, out of my dark horses, there's still just one movie we haven't mentioned yet. So, so two of my three are Multiplicity, which, which. Uh, Ian mentioned Kingpin, which you guys have mentioned as well, is is in my 
I think someone did. One of you guys have that? No, I, I didn't. I, I read, it was it was movie, teetering so. the line. It was right below yeah. first. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's not. I know it's not huge, but I was you know wishful thinking. Um, and then Escape from L.A. is my next oh, one. Oh, I wanted to take it, but I don't Me think too. it was funny. Yeah, I, I didn't take any of the classics. I don't yeah. think it really did. But and and the only thing that that one of the main things that made me question, eh, maybe I shouldn't, but I kind of like the movie, is because there's so many other action movies on here. Like, how many mm-hmm. could you possibly see in the summer? Yeah. But I don't know. When you were 18 or 20, I wasn't 18 or 20 in 1996. So I don't know. Maybe a lot of people just went to go see action movies and that's all they consumed in 96. I, you know, so mm. maybe it replaces Eraser. Maybe it replaces Eraser. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to get erased myself. I, 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 eraser. I, I should have swapped Mission Possible with Eraser for sure. I don't even know. Yeah, at least know. at least Eraser is number seven. It's not number number in the top three. So, <laughs> but again, it could be one of those picks where it's closer to number to the one that you said number two, right? It could be closer to your pick than it is to Minor Mike's. Right. Yeah, so yeah. as long as it's closer to where you picked, then you get the points. So True. Um, I think I think so. That's our list. So we have anywhere from Independence Day to Multiplicity to Eraser to The Hunchback to Attack the Spy. Yeah. Harriet <laughs> the Spy. You know, we're all over the place. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you can you can laugh at my at my uh, my kids cartoons with Arthur. But you also picked Harriet the Spy in this list, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the I had the sisters, that... and it was a very popular movie among the under Fair ten enough. year old female audience. So Fair enough. maybe <laughs> that's not a big movie. That's probably not a big blockbuster yeah. movie going on. But I don't know. I had that the one that, there. The one that would have had an international draw for me was Train Spotting, but I don't think it made enough. In yeah, I thought group. of that for Dark Horses too. Yeah. All I those movies a- that cult movies that I really like, Kingpin, Train Spotting, Escape from LA, like I didn't pick them because I figure they found an audience like later after. Yeah, yeah. that's what I that's what when I think cult classic, I think didn't do on the box office, but found its audience on DVD or VHS or whatever and became a popular movie. So that's why I stayed away from those. But I honestly like I could obviously be wrong. I don't know anything about it, but that was my logic. Yeah. Yep. And the, the one that made me sad that wouldn't be on the list is The Frighteners. I just like that movie. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, oh, yeah right. That is yeah. pretty good. I forgot about that. Could it be, man? Usually there's a horror movie on the list. Uh, it's not usually, but sometimes a horror movie does make it. Once One sense. sneaks in somewhere. I think it's, like the, it's more of a time. recent thing where the horror movies kind of creep out, out of nowhere and, and make yeah. like tons of money, right? There does seem to be creep. a least, No least pun one. intended. Yeah. <laughs> creep. No there pun was or creep, all puns. Is there a creep show on the list? or <laughs> Was it? Was it? I There's, there was a... Um, uh, uh, cri- t- from, uh, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, when I saw that, I was like, that, they still made those in 96? Like, geez. I can't well, wait to see a, how it was a long I can't wait to see. It was like 17 years of it. Wow. Crazy. I can't wait to see us not get mission like not get Independence Day as number one and like how wrong we are like only get like four of them on the list. Like, well, the problem too is like I remember running into this problem the last time we did, so I left it off the list. Um, like something like Bulletproof, it came out in August, so I was like, "There's no," or it came out in September actually, so I was like, "There's no chance it made." That yeah, because it needs to make uh, a decent amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. So like by the time it's what like Labor Day weekend, like you got to see where they would be at. So the ones that yeah. came out later are like riskier. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna rank these. We're gonna see where they where they fall as far as box office between uh, the end of May, the long weekend in May, and the long weekend in September, which is where we picked all these from. And then, 
in a, in a week or two, we're actually also going to pick our favorite movies from 96 in general. So we're going to have all that all at once. And then the winner, we'll, we'll come up with a wager. We'll come up with how we're going to do this. The winner is probably going to make the other two of us watch a movie. I don't know if it from 96 makes the most sense because we like so many of the movies in 96. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe a just, 90s movie. Maybe just a, a 90s movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Force like the that. other two to watch a 90s movie and then we'll review it on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. I think we'll do something yeah. like that. Which That'd reminds cool, me, we so. still have to have a conversation at some point about uh, Big, tar- Big Trouble in Little China. In Little China, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know, right? That's, That's like almost two years ago now. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, we haven't been forced to talk about it because we haven't had another summer movie like this. <laughs> that's so. yeah, that too, exactly. So, um, yeah, so that's it. That's our 1996 summer movie wager. Um, everybody's crossing their fingers and knocking on wood that 2022 will have a jam-packed summer, which it seems like we're going to, which is great. Theaters or not, we're going to have releases to talk about. Um, Mike, before we get to our results for an episode or two from now. Where's everybody following our stuff? At Day Back In on social media. And the podcast is called Back In My Day. Find it on your podcast app of choice. That's us. Uh, We're infrequently Back In My Day games on Twitch. We are Back In My Day on YouTube as well. We are posting versions of our our podcasts on there too. If you want to see our ugly faces, um, (laughs) you know, if that floats your boat, great. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. It's all good. Can't wait it's to see those you YouTube comments. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that's pretty much it, gentlemen. Um, thank you very much uh, for joining me and everyone. Thanks for listening. We will uh, have your results very soon um, and see where, uh, where things fall for the 1996 summer movie wager. Thanks everyone. Get me.